right, so I'm, I'm scheduled to speak today, um, but, and, I'm, and I may end up speaking, but I saw something, and I just want to see what the Lord does here. Uh, Wayne, I saw you twice this morning in my, in my mind when I was praying. I saw you twice. I, I felt like you were going to be here today, and I didn't see you for a while, and then I was encouraged when you walk in because that meant I was hearing right. Um, do you have a, do you have, what's, is your middle name having to do with Michael? Is Wayne. What's, do you have a Michael involved in your name at all? Okay, let me tell you what I saw. Uh-huh. Michael Wayne. Hmm. I saw a clear picture of you taking out the sword, and you were like Michael the archangel. You weren't, I mean, I don't know how to explain it. And I felt like there was something about the name Michael. You know what Michael means? He who looks like God. It's Christ-likeness, and I believe there's a Christ-likeness that you're coming into, and it's time for you to take out the sword and begin to, to preach the Word of God and to really go for some stuff. It's time to be a warrior. It's time to fight. And so having said that, I, wanna, I want you to come down, come down here. He didn't, I, you know, I didn't even know if he was going to be here other than I saw him twice while I was praying for the service today. And uh, Wayne actually, though he's, he's with our church, their family attends another church, and he just gets here when he's free. And, uh, but we love this guy. Our heart's united. We're, we're knit with him. But I feel like you're supposed to take some time and just give us a little something about whatever God's been putting inside of you. All right. This is a test. This is a test, so I have to give my testimony. Um, Fifteen years ago, I was a sickly young man. Um, I had migraines. I had headaches every day. And I was going to a church in Pender County, and there's an anointed lady of God that spoke with me because I had been passing out for no apparent reason, just passing out. And um, some of you men have heard this, but I, I figure it might be good for everybody. Um, and she told me, she said, Wayne, this is just not right. This is not of God. She said, you're supposed to be healthy. God is health. And she said that, um, she said, this is not right. And she gave me six scriptures to read, um, healing scriptures, and she gave me um, about six or seven quotes from Charles Capps's book, um, The Creative Tongue, The Tongue, A Creative Force. And that's a great book if anybody would like to pick it up. It's incredible. It'll change your life. It really will. Um, because what we say, what we say is very, very important in our lives. We, we speak negative, it'll be negative. We speak positive, it'll be positive. We speak Christ, Christ will be in our lives. So anyway, she said, Wayne, I want you to read these verses and these quotes, um, these confessions. Uh, I want you to read these three times every day. And I, I, I started off trying to do that, but I was very, very busy, and I could not do it three times a day. But I made sure that I did it at least once every single day. And after about a month or so of doing this, um, I, started, I was riding down the road in my car, which I'm in my car, 
eight hours every day for work. And um, all of a sudden, a headache started to come on. And I just said, Lord God, your word says that by your stripes I am healed. And I ask you right now to heal my headache. And immediately it was gone. And so I was just like, okay, <laughs> that's just a coincidence. I mean, this, this don't really happen this way. God, that's not God. God don't really do that. And then uh, um, just a couple days later, the same thing happened. I prayed the same prayer. Father God, your word says that by your stripes we're healed. And I asked you to take this headache from me. And boom, it went away again. And I said, whoa, there might really be something to this. And um, so, again, a few days later, it happened again. And right when I started praying, it was gone immediately. And at that point, I knew that our God is a healer today. Not back in the Bible days. He's a healer today. So I had that in my heart and in my spirit. And the thing about it is, reading those verses for a month and for two months, over and over and over again, it got to where I wasn't reading them anymore. It got to where it was in here. And when it gets in here, in your spirit and in your mind and in your heart, things can really, really happen. So um, a few months later, I was in a big meeting in Myrtle Beach, and I was getting this real prestigious award on stage. And um, there was a few people that went ahead of me, and Every, everybody that got up on stage started thanking their boss about how great he had helped them and how much he had done for them. And I'm sitting back there, I'm thinking, there ain't no way I can thank my boss. Not too long before that meeting, we had a conversation, me and my boss, and he told me my priorities were not in line because I wasn't putting my job first. And I told him, my priorities are in line. My God is first, my family is second, and this job might be third or fourth, somewhere down the line, but it sure ain't first. He said, no, your job needs to be first priority. And from then on, he was always against me, always, uh, he was not a Christian, Christian man, and, and we, we really did not, did not see eye to eye. So, I got up on stage, and um, all of a sudden, <laughs> God got a hold of me, and I started thinking, I said, I'll tell you what, I said, I, I, I'll tell you, my, the, the, the person I can thank for me being here is my God in heaven. I said, it is not me. I said, I'm a decent salesperson, but my God has made me a good and a great salesperson. It's nothing that I've done. It's all my God. And I started confessing about how I was a drug addict and how God took that from me, how I was an alcoholic and God took that from me, how I was a womanizer and God took that from me, and how my life had completely changed because God was in my life. And I just went on and on and on, and I mean, I, it wasn't, I'd never done nothing like that before. And um, I got off stage, and I was like, what just happened? So after the meeting, everybody comes up to me, oh, Wayne, that's so awesome. Nobody talks about God anymore. And you know, everybody's just shaking my hand and telling me how great it was. And I was like, okay, okay, that's great. I'm glad, okay. So um, another month down the road, I had a sales manager's meeting in central North Carolina, and um, during one of our breaks, a young man came up to me, and he said, um, he said, Wayne, he said, I just want you to know that your testimony you gave at that meeting the other day, it was awesome. And he said, I wish I could be like you. 
And I said, what do you mean? Be like me. You, you can be like me. You can be better than me. He said, no. He said, I can't stop smoking dope. And, and he said, and, and I, I don't want to go to church because I'm a pothead. And I said, buddy, you got it backwards. I said, you need to be in church because God can take that from you if you get in church. And I started witnessing to him and talking to him and just giving him and lifting him up and telling him how God loved him more than anybody has ever loved him and how God could change his life if he just let him in. And I witnessed to him and we prayed and he was he felt he was on top of the world. And then after that meeting, I mean, in the middle of that meeting, um, we at the back of the room, there was always cookies and coffee and cake and all that stuff, you know, appetizers for people during the meeting. And I was back there in the back um, in one of the breaks getting me a a cookie and a cup of coffee. And um, he came up to me and he said, Wayne, I said, what's up, buddy? He said, man, I got the worst headache in the world. This is the first time this has ever happened. I just looked at him in his eyes, and I said, do you want it to go? And he said, yeah. I said, can I pray for you? He said, yeah. So I said my prayer. Father God in heaven, your word says that by your stripes we're healed. I ask you right now to send ministering angels down. Touch John, Lord Jesus. Take away his headache, Father God. Don't do it for me, Father. Don't do it for him, but do it for your honor and glory. And we thank you right now, Father God, for doing it. And he looked at me and he goes, oh, my God, my headache's gone. And I said, praise God, I told you. But while I was praying for him and laying hands on him, another boy walked by me, Jason, and he said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm, I'm, I, he said, what, are you, what sorcery are you trying to do? I said, it ain't sorcery. I said, I'm praying to my God in heaven to take his headache away. And he said, and just walked off. And... Um, so when we got back in, when, when I finished praying for him and his headache went like that, I said, now I want you to go up there and you tell, because he was sitting right beside Jason, the guy that said that. I said, I want you to tell Jason what happened. And I sit in the back. I, I drink a lot of coffee and I use the bathroom a lot. So I wanted to sit close to the restroom. So I'm sitting back there and, I, and I'm watching, I'm watching. And he, he walked up and he sat down and I saw him leaning over and whispering to Jason. And um, all of a sudden, he told Jason, I saw Jason, his head whipped around and looked back at me, and I said. (laughs) So, after that meeting, guess who came up to me? Jason. And Jason said, and he's a non-believer, okay? He came up to me and said, Wayne, he said, I've had this toothache all day long. Can you please pray for me? (laughs) So I looked at him in his eyes. And I said, do you want it to go? And that's my, that was my thing after, after that day. Do you want it to go? I said, do you want it to go? He said, yeah. I said, well, let me pray. Father God, your word says that by your stripes we're healed. I ask you right now to send ministering angels down. Touch Jason. Take away the pain, Father God. Don't do it for him, Father. Don't do it for me, but do it for your honor and for your glory. And he looked at me and goes, oh, my God, it's gone. <laughs> So this, that was the first two times in my life I had ever laid hands on people, and it was boom. I mean, right after the prayer, it was, it was, it was gone, just like that. And um, so since that time, um, I, I'm in the insurance business, and I have prayed. It might not be 100 yet, but it, it was cl- it's been close to probably 100 different people. And the only time I pray for somebody is not 
I have to hear from God that it's the time to do it. And a lot of times I'll, I'll look around the room and see if they're a Christian by their stuff on the wall and stuff. And then sometimes they're not Christians. But I, but I still, if, if God gives me the umption to pray for somebody's health, then I do it. And when God, from now, from this, that's been 15 years, okay? From that point on, every single person I've ever prayed for has been healed instantly. Instantly. And, I, 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 and, and first of all, I want to say a couple of things, okay? In 15 years, I have never had even one headache. Not one. Now, they will start to come. It'll start to come. But I start, I start saying my prayer. And now, I don't even have to pray anymore. When that headache comes, I just smile. And it's immediately gone because my God knows what I'm doing and he knows what's on my mind. And that headache is immediately gone. And I just want to say to y'all that, um, oh, let me finish the story before I say to y'all. <laughs> I'm not a good speaker, obviously. But um, so I was going, I was in Chicago getting um, even a bigger award than I'd gotten before. Now, only about half a percent of everybody with the company ever gets this award. And um, the, the, the fellow that, had said, well, Jason, who said, what are you practicing sorcery? And I healed his tooth. Or I didn't heal his tooth. God healed his tooth. But um, he came up to me at that meeting. Me and my wife were there. And um, we were back there. And this was a really nice meeting. And they had shrimp bigger than you. I mean, they were just big old giant shrimp on hors d'oeuvres and all. We, we were back there getting the shrimp and getting, you know, sodas and all. And um, so... Um, he came up to me and he said, Wayne, he said, my wife is up in the room and she is sick as a dog. Can you please come up there and pray for her? <laughs> this is the non-believer, okay? And uh, I said, Jason, I don't need to go up there. We can do it right here. And I said, Father God, your word says that by your stripes we are healed. And I gave my prayer that I do it. It's, it's, it's just the same old prayer over and over and over again. Repetition, repetition. I, it's worked every time. I ain't changing it. And, um, and, I, and I finished my prayer. And then about 15 minutes later, she comes down. And she's completely fine. Completely fine. And um, what I was going to say earlier is I don't, I don't, I don't give this testimony braggingly that it's anything that I've done. I give this testimony giving my God all the honor, all the praise, and all the glory. And I just want to say to y'all that God is not a respecter of persons. Okay? If he has done this for me, he can do it for everybody in this room. We can all lay hands on people. You know, it, it's not, and it's, it, it, God is awesome, and God can heal. He can heal cancer. He can heal diabetes. He can heal COPD. He can heal everything, not just headaches, not just toothaches. He heals it all. I mean, the people I've laid hands on with back issues, and just real quick, I had, um, I had a bulging disc in my back, okay? And I went to all these different doctors, and they burnt, they fried the nerves, and they did everything, but nothing ever helped. And I went, one time I was at church, and I was just, I, I walked up to the altar, which is uncomfortable when church is going on, but I walked up to the altar, and I got on my knees, 
and I was praying for somebody else. I wasn't even praying for myself. And when I got up, I went, whoa, because it always hurt when I got up before. And after, I was up there praying for somebody else, and my back was completely healed. A bulging disc does not get straightened out. That was nothing but my God. And he can do it for each and every one of us. We just have to have the belief. When you pray, if you believe, you will receive. But you have to believe it in your heart that it's going to happen. And that's, what, that's what's been the thing is when I'm praying for somebody, I don't doubt it. I know that my God in heaven is with me, and he's going to do what I'm asking for because I do believe it. Okay? Um, I'm not, just, just one more quick thing, Travis. Um, I've always been a Christian my whole life since I was a little kid. But when I went to college, um, I got into a fraternity. And it was not the best decision I ever made in my life, for sure. Because that fraternity that I was in, we did all kinds of drugs there were. And we had a keg every night. And that, when I went to college, that's when I became an alcoholic. And I was an alcoholic for, it's been 24 years now, 56, until I was 34 years old, I was an alcoholic. And um, one night I was at Hooters and I was, I met this guy and we started hanging out and drinking together and he had a, I don't really know if I should go into all this, but he had a lot of drugs and we started doing all these drugs together and it was a, it was a big party night. And then when we, we went to go eat breakfast at a place that used to be on um, College Road in front of where Walmart, I mean in front of where Kmart used to be across from where Dick's used to be, across from Harris Teeter, everything used to be, used to be, across from Harris Teeter. And um, there was a place called Perkins. And uh, we went there to go have breakfast, okay? We got to the front door, and I mean, Perkins is 24 hours a day, every day, and they were closed. They were closed. And he just looked at me and said, let's go to Florida. I mean, this is what drugs will do to you, okay? I said, what are you talking about? Let's go to Florida. And I said, are you crazy? He goes, no, let's go. And this is what drugs will do. I said, okay, let's go. I went home. I got me some bathing suit or two and some shorts and T-shirts. We hopped in my Camaro, and we headed to Florida. Okay? Now, we were in pool halls. We were meeting people. He had a whole lot of a drug. I'm not going to give you the name of the drug, but he had a whole lot of it. And he would, we were trading that drug for other drugs and just, I mean, meeting people and having a having, – at that time, I thought it was a good time. But um, so it was a long, long night once we got to Florida. And in the middle of the night, probably two or three in the morning, I just, th- I just said, this is not right. I mean, this is not me. This is not me. I'm a Christian. I'm still a Christian, even though I wasn't acting like one, but God was still in my heart. I said, this is not me. And I picked up my wallet, and I went in my phone, 
in my wallet and pulled out my dad's phone number, okay? At that time in my life, my dad and I, we didn't communicate a whole lot. I didn't even know where my dad was. And I called him. I said, Dad, I need some help. He said, what's wrong, son? And I went through and I explained to him where I was and what I was doing. We were in Jacksonville Beach, Florida. And I called him and, I, and he said, where are you at, son? And I, I, I told him where I was. He said, you're a block from my house. I'll be there in just one minute. He picked me up. We went back to his house. And he sat down with me and said a prayer over me. Okay? 24 years ago, I've never had a drop of alcohol since that prayer. Our God is awesome. Our God hears our prayers. He will answer our prayers if we just pray and believe. And I just want to just, just I mean, he is, he's my best friend. And he can be your best friend, but you have to let him in and you have to believe when you pray. And um, I guess that's it for me, Travis. Amen. That's awesome. What a testimony. Um, I, there's a lot we can take out of that, you know, and I, I, I'm glad the, the Lord has uh, highlighted you today. I think there's something new for you. I think the Lord's releasing a new anointing on your life. I think there's, there's something changing even today. I just see it, the, the, the anointing of the Lord coming on you. And um, so I just want to encourage you. This is a new day. This is a new day. Um, and Lord, I just pray for Wayne. Lord, I just pray that everything that you have for him, every destiny, every purpose, Lord, that you would release over his life and bring him into the fullness of his calling, his purpose and his destiny, continue to use him, cause his growth and the, you to grow in him. Thank you for the love that you've poured out on him. Thank you for the man that you are making him into. And thank you, Lord, that he is Michael, he who looks like God, that you are causing a Christ likeness to be formed in him. And it's gonna, you're going to reveal yourself to the world through him. And so, Lord, we bless Wayne in Jesus' name and we thank you for the new day that it is upon him in Jesus' name. And it's time for war. It's time for war, Lord. I pray that I just saw that Michael angel, the warring angel. And I feel like it's time. You know, angel means messenger. And he who looks like God will go as a messenger with the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and wage war for the kingdom to see the lost set free and to see the enemies of the Lord put under in Jesus' name. And it's time to, to, to fulfill your ministry and to do the work of the evangelist. And Lord, we just speak the evangelist anointing over him. We honor him and we bless that calling on his life in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now, I want to say two things to us.
Wayne's an insurance salesman. It's a great, it's a great job if you're good at it. You know, he's, the Lord's used it to provide. But, you know, Wayne's bringing the kingdom wherever he's at. And that's the purpose of all of us. You know, there's ways that we can... You guys have places that God has positioned you that you can reach people that other people can't reach. For us to ever think of our career or what God has us doing as um, a secular job, our mind's wrong. Our thought process is wrong. We're missionaries wherever God has us. And we're called to reach the lost. Did you hear his testimony? How many people got reached by him just stepping out and being bold for Jesus in his workplace? That's what we're all called to do. We're called to reach the lost. We're called to minister to people, to love on people, to see the kingdom come. And you don't need this platform right here to do that. Matter of fact, this can be a hindrance if you're not called to it. It really can. This can be an absolute hindrance if you're not called to this. And there's so many people that go around seeking a platform, a platform. You got a platform every time you step out your door. You got a platform inside your door if you got a family. That's right. You got a platform. You're a minister of, if you're, if you're born again and the Holy Spirit is upon you, you are a minister for the gospel of Jesus Christ. So do the work that he's called you to do wherever he has you. Okay, so that's takeaway one. Takeaway two, who needs some healing? <laughs> who needs some If you need healing, stand up. I'm standing. I got some stuff that I've been praying about. All right.